with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Cloudy today with a 60% chance of showers this morning. Still a high of 14 degrees this afternoon. And just to note that yesterday was the very first time we hit 20 degrees since October 5th. This news update is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. The man accused in the van attack in Toronto has now been charged. 25-year-old Alec Manassian has been charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder and 13 counts of attempted murder. Now, that van attack left 10 people dead and 15 injured. Gas prices in our city are close to an all-time high. Yesterday was the biggest one-day price hike in over five years. And how many of us were barbecuing last night? Perhaps all of us. It seems like everyone wanted to take advantage of the nice evening and fired up the barbecues. But do you guys know that 60% of barbecuers say they do it all year round, mm-hmm. no matter what the temperature? Mm-hmm. Normally, I, uh, when I shovel my back yep. stoop there, yep. I always leave room to pull out the barbecue in the winter. And? I didn't do much winter barbecuing this year a couple times but but you always use make you you always have your best intentions yeah yeah you make the path you just never use it (laughs) all right well the great cup festival has announced that chorus entertainment also known as us here at kissing country will be a major partner for the events leading up to the big game there's lots planned for jasper ave and the shaw conference center and of course for the gray cup game itself which will be held in our city this year len Rhodes now on how you can get your tickets you can get front of the line right now buy your Edmonton Eskimo season seats and it allows you to buy your Grey Cup tickets immediately. It's that simple. I'm Jack and that's what you need to know. Looking forward to uh, football season. It's uh, like going to be here like the end of May. They're already kind of doing a training camp down in Vegas right now. So uh, yeah, awesome. it's going to be nice. Nothing better, as Matt says, than a night at Commonwealth Stadium. Got that with, right. With a couple of brewskis in your hand and uh, cheering your Eskimos on to victory. All right, Weird or What Wednesday? Is it weird to take somebody else's garbage? We'll be asking you that question and looking for your stories and moments right here on Kissing Country. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, I haven't filled up yet, but I know it's going to happen. And it was like 100 bucks already to fill up, so it's probably going to be about $120, i am thinking. It is what it is. I oh, know. here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> we can't change it, so says Matt. Earlier in the week, I was complaining about uh, how you just can't control the gas prices. They are what they are, so you just might as well fill up and stop your griping. Yeah, exactly. Says the guy that travels four kilometers a, a day. Hey, I, I used to have hour, an hour and a half commute, commute every day. Right. Yeah, back when gas was like sixty cents a liter. <laughs> but no, people still belly ached about the price back then too, and it just it is what it is. Six oh nine. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I guess when gas prices are this expensive, you have to look for as many free deals as you possibly can. Uh, Matt was telling us that on Monday it was a garbage pickup, I guess, around your neighborhood. Sure and was. So people put uh, you know what they want picked up. Uh, uh, by what is sanitation? What do they call waste management? Waste management. Thank you. And uh, anyway, they were drive. There was all sorts of interesting uh, treasures at the end of everybody's driveway. Oh, you drive around these neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and then I think it's like twice a year. Mm-hmm. It's big pickup day. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And so you see washing machines, yeah. couches. Barbecues, yeah, old recliners. It was like a smorgasbord <laughs> of cheapskateness. And how many times were you tempted to go? Hey, that looks better than the one we own. There was a barbecue that had like four burners. Yeah. It had that side burner on the on the little <laughs> handle thing. Yeah, I was really tempted. If I had a truck, I probably would have went back for it. All right, yeah. but somebody beat you to it. Exactly. <laughs> Later that night, I went out there. The barbecue was gone. 
Okay, so you should have grabbed it. You should have like wheeled it home or drug it home or something. The back of my car. All right, and here's the thing, uh, Jack. You were saying that uh, you may have borrowed something, or, or I, if it's out for it's out for, it's for yeah, garbage. Yeah, it was out for garbage disposal. But yeah. our neighbors had an old shovel, and Bob's like, "Hey, that shovel is awesome!" And uh-huh. so he took it. I can't. I'm still embarrassed to use it. If they're outside, we are not using it. <laughs> you think they'd recognize their shovel? For sure, they would. They would be like, "Oh my gosh, that's our shovel!" Thanks, guys. Can of spray paint? Just paint that. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it's so wrong. I, oh, oh, it's so bad. But oh. it's way better than where it's going to end up. Yeah. In the trash. You're yeah. right. But still, you're embarrassed. Yeah. And, I'm I get embarrassed. the embarrassing, especially when your neighbor, you're at your neighbor's trash. I know. 780 on this Weird or What Wednesday. Is it weird to take your neighbor's, um, you know, like they say, some man's junk is another man's treasure? Yeah. And maybe what is the coolest thing you ever took from somebody? Like maybe you went to the uh, landfill. I don't think you can really do that anymore. I was saying that when we were kids, we'd go to the Sunnybrook dump uh, with dad, and it was all he could do to keep my brother Jason and I from jumping right in the pile and grabbing stuff. Because the Thorsby toys, toys are rough. Exactly. There's a bike, Dad. There's a bike. Kids, it's got no wheels. There's a bike. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the coolest thing that you've ever got from a dump or from a, maybe the end of a driveway that was going to be going to the dump? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, large pickup day happened in Matt's neighborhood on uh, on Monday, and you were like so tempted to grab some of those large items and bring them home. Your wife would have been so happy. Yeah. A buffet of old furniture. Ooh, yeah. baby needs a new couch. All right, 780-421-1039 is the number to call. We're looking for uh, stories of, of the treasures you've got from neighbors. Yes, lots of texts coming in. This person says, when I was a teenager, we would go around to get parts for bikes and build them. Nothing weird about it. That's resourceful right there. Yeah. I don't know. Another texter says bike parts, steel frames of many sorts. There was all sorts of things when it comes to furniture legs and vehicle parts that we used to get. Furniture legs. You know what? That's a good thing because you can only use so many books for your furniture, right? (laughs) How many legs do you need for your couch anyway? (laughs) (laughs) Roadhammer's on the line. What's your story, buddy? Well, a couple. Back in the old days, I remember when uh, Safeway's buggies would get used up. Uh huh. They were right across the alley from us. They would they would throw them out in the pile, and man, we made a lot of go karts out of those wheels. You did bubble awesome. style, exactly, just like bubbles did with the go with the uh, with the carts, right? And so- but uh, I had a I was in a fairly good to do neighborhood there, and my neighbor had a, a 1971 Dodge Colt, and she said, "Yeah, my boyfriend said it's unfixable. He's uh-huh. a mechanic." I went, "Oh, well, you know, I'll 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 try to fix." it. She says, "Well, you can just have it. Take it away." Wow. What? So. $12 and a clutch cable later <laughs> at a car that lasted five years. Wow. <laughs> that guy's a great mechanic. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And then when I finally, when it was kind of on its last legs, I don't know if you guys are from Edmonton, but yeah. uh, Meridian Road, there used to be a place we called the uh, Wipeout Wheelie where we it was a great big, like a section of land with old gravel pits that were abandoned. So guys would ride their motorcycles and stuff. So I took that car down there. Yeah. Uh, painted whatever, painted it all like barbecue black, and I rallied it trying to kill it. We tried for an entire weekend to kill that car. <laughs> die, car, die. We could not kill it. We were jumping it like five feet in the air till the, the seats broke off. And wow. finally, finally, I, I left it because the battery had fallen over inside its cradle and that. And then 
I went back to get a battery. I came back and there's two other guys that had put a battery in it and they wrote rally. See, you know what? It was like paying forward. Like yeah. that car, that car just, it, it, <laughs> it always it needed a new Freddy community car. Hey, Roadhammer, Thanks for calling buddy. Well, you guys just keep the shiny side up. You got it. Thank you. All right. Uh, Victor, what's your story? Yeah. A couple of years ago, I uh, was doing my deliveries and I uh, came across a utility trailer. Yeah. And it said on, if you can fix it, you can take it. So I imagine you fixed it. So you took it. <laughs> yeah, I fixed it and I took it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And uh, and you still use it or no? Oh, yeah. I still use it to this day. Well, there you go. If you can fix it, you can take it. See, I wouldn't be able to take it because I wouldn't <laughs> be able to fix it. Victor, thanks for calling, buddy. Oh, you're welcome. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is the time of year where whether you're doing the spring cleaning and the garbage dump thing, which we talked about, thank you so much for sharing your stories there. But it's also that time of year when finally the family can get out in the backyard. Jack, you were talking about the barbecue last night and you guys were out in the backyard having a great yeah, time. Yeah, right? we had our friend Kelsey over and we barbecued and had dinner and ate it all outside. It was awesome. Okay, so the kids are out and uh, the families are out and sometimes that causes issues with neighbors. A crazy story uh, from Global Calgary uh, this morning uh, about a Calgary uh, couple who have got a little bit of an issue with their neighbor. Well, it seems like the, maybe the neighbor's got an issue with them. Uh, here's some of the audio that uh, they were able to capture. Okay, so this is what our neighbors have done in the backyard now because they think our kids are too low. Uh, Jax, just make a, not full out scream, but just kind of make some noise. Do it again, Jax. All right. So the theory is that the neighbor has set up a no- noise alarm for his children. And I cannot believe this. Yeah, it's not making him very happy. Uh, they did try to talk to that neighbor, and uh, he uh, quickly... He welcomed him in for a spot of tea. No, he said, please leave my yard. And he <laughs> said he installed the alarm, uh, actually not for kids, but he said to stop his dog from barking and other neighborhood dogs. He says oh. he has no problem with anybody. He's just got his alarm for his dog and other dogs. Has that ever stopped a dog ever? Uh, that sound? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Unlikely. I could see it. It's pretty high pitched. Yeah. I don't don't know. But anyway, so that's his theory and it's become a big deal. According to the city's website, citizens do have the right to not be disturbed by noise and have the responsibility to not make noise that disturbs others. Well, good luck with that with kids (laughs) in your backyard. I mean, they're having fun. Their kids are being kids. And we had a kind of a story like this uh, probably, I think it was late last year in Toronto or something where a neighbor was, you know, wrote a note. Like wrote a letter. Stop doing that kind of stuff. So our question this morning is, now Jack, your little one is just starting to get fired up. Yes. She's just starting to scream. You got a big pile lot there. (laughs) And I don't think it's the kids that will be the issue with the neighbors. It'll probably be the dad. It's my husband. Yeah. yeah, And his hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) You never go in there. No, never. All right. Here's our story this morning. Your neighborhood's really quiet, Matt. You don't. Oh yeah. Everybody's in bed by seven o'clock. You got got nothing. Nothing going on there. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. You know, neighbor feuds. Have you got one? Does your neighbor have an alarm or do they have something uh, that they can, uh, you know, find a way to make sure that you don't get out of hand, so to speak? If your neighbors had an alarm. It'd be bad. Yeah. I'm actually surprised they don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Are you feuding with your neighbor or have you had a feud? Uh, Text us again at 103939. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Jax, just make a, not full out scream, but just kind of make some noise. 
That is the sound from Calgary. Uh, a story of a, a neighbor who set up an alarm for every time the kids make noise. He says he set it up for the barking dogs, but right. uh, this neighbor believes it's for his kids. So we're looking for your feuding neighbor stories this morning. Got a text at 103.939. We had a neighbor who used to call the police if my friends and I were playing in our front yard. She said it was a noise complaint, but then she told my mom that children ruin the curb appeal of the neighborhood. <laughs> our street had a high school on one end and an elementary on the other. Oh, man. Moved in the wrong joint, lady. Uh, all right, Riley, what's your story? He's not a direct neighbor. He's just down the street a bit, but, I mean, you can hear him from probably a mile away. It's Harley. I don't know where he goes. I don't know what he's doing, but he's leaving 37 times a day. He's gone for, like, five minutes, then he comes back. Last night, we were laying in bed, put my daughter down. She's 14 months old, so she's got an earlier bedtime, but... It's getting dark out, and he comes out. Here is Harley. Fire up. Five minutes later, it shuts back down. Ten minutes later, it fires up again, shuts back down. Like, what are you even doing? Yeah, what is he doing? He just wants to feel that beast between his legs, revving it up. (laughs) 37 times. Riley, they say that loud uh, pipes save lives. It sounds like he might lose his life. Yeah, I mean, I'm losing my sanity a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, At Christmas, I got the uh, 23andMe DNA thing where you basically just spit in the tube and you mail it off and then... Five weeks later, all of a sudden, all this information comes, and it was really, really cool. Today is National uh, DNA Day, so that's why we bring it up, and people are asking about this whole thing. And there was no real surprises in my world. I knew that uh, you know a lot of my relatives came from Europe, places like Lithuania and Germany, and uh, my grandpa was from England, and my grandma was from Poland, and it kind of showed all that stuff. But the cool thing was that it showed like I have like 1,049 relatives on there, and one of them wow. right at the top said, there's a very good chance this is your first cousin and I found out it was my first cousin and she, Amanda, had actually done this about two or three years ago and it, it linked us and it said we're the grandparents thing. So it's for real. It's Sweet. not, not That's neat. for real, but there wasn't any real surprises, but there's all these second and third and fourth and fifth cousins now and you kind of look and you go, hmm, I wonder where they are. What my they mom do, did right? that yeah, with and, the ancestry uh-huh. and we found out that she is way more Scandinavian than we thought. All right. Because my, my Nana was born in England, uh-huh. same with my, my grandpa. Yeah. But I guess she's like 23% Scandinavian. That makes me what? Like yeah. basically all Scandinavian. Pretty much. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you just I'm, half it. I'm I don't like know. straight up from Norway, guys. <laughs> you got the good looking Scandinavian party. Yes, you sure. did. So we're looking for your stories about finding family. Jack says she'd never want to do this. She likes to I, live in I'm a bubble. I'm curious, but no, I like my bubble, my uh, darkness. I don't right. want to know. You okay. already got a weird family. <laughs> it's a little weirder, big deal. No, because of stories of the, like this that could happen. More to the party. What do you mean stories like this? Melissa just texted in and she said, with DNA mapping, I had a lady reach out to me. Turns out my mom has a half sister. Keep in mind, my grandparents have been married for 45 years. Mm-hmm. So it turns out my grandpa made a few bad choices. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you? It's just, it's just, I think if I have Are you half- kidding me? <laughs> hey, wait, well, I mean, yes, of course it affects your life, but not like grandpa's life. Well. Oh, it affects grandpa's life. Yeah, but and again, well, yeah, and you're, I, I know it's it's crazy. I mean, now it, again, you can just find out a hundred percent who your real parents are and who your real grandparents are, and you can it's just like an go, episode of Maury online. Go down exactly. The line. <laughs> yeah, the results are in. <laughs> I do not want to know them. <laughs> no, little John's playing after you find out this announcement. <laughs> I can confidently, and we want to hear your stories now at seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine or text us at one zero three nine three nine. Found family. I can confidently tell you, Jack. 
your father is really your father. Oh, yeah. Just look at you, too. <laughs> Same with your mom. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You, you got a lot of their tendencies in a good way. Well, what if I have a twin sister that I never knew about? Would you not and want to know about neither that? Neither did my parents. I don't know. <laughs> I think your parents would know. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, yeah, today is Administrative Professionals Day. Oh, yeah. What is an administrative professional? They really are at the front line. They are the, the people that basically just take care of most everything, don't they? It's true. Everyone comes to them for everything. Yeah, I, yeah. There might be a few in this room that have done that before. Yep. Chris and I are staring daggers <laughs> down at each other. <laughs> yes, I've used our wonderful administrative assistants. Yeah, and they're professionals, Matt, and they're awesome. And so mm-hmm. kind of a, a bigger question is whether you're an administrative professional or just anybody at work, what is the most unrealistic thing that your boss has ever asked you to do for them? Mm-hmm. Well, this one time... Chris wanted me to run <laughs> from the station holding a turkey in a bunny suit. No, hop, Matt. That oh, was yeah, the key. hop. Sorry. <laughs> Running would have been You're a lot not easier. an administrative or professional. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Chris isn't my boss either. But still, okay, it worked. All right, Jack, anything crazy for you in your life? I don't know. I did work as an administrative professional for yeah. a little bit in between school and... It was fine. I had a really nice boss. I'm yeah. still friends with him on Facebook. All right. That's well, good. The person who hired me, Debbie, love her. She hired me. I mean, uh, uh, she's responsible for this, good or bad or indifferent. But she, when I was her kind of her assistant for the longest time in promotions, I used to have to deliver her dry cleaning, I remember, which was, it was just kind of part of my job, but it was what it was. Yeah. I don't know. It just it was part of my job, but she, I just never thought a farm kid from Thorsby would ever be delivering dry cleaning for. What was in her dry cleaning? Oh, I never looked. <laughs> oh, Come on. I would have took a snug a peek for sure. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. What is the strangest, most unusual thing your boss has ever gotten you to do? And don't forget your chance to win Luke Bryan, uh, Luke Combs tickets. I keep doing it. Luke Combs tickets in three minutes time as well. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, National, I guess it's Administrative Professional Day today, so uh, be extra kind to those people in your life. They really do make a huge difference. And uh, because of that, we're asking for unrealistic things, because they get asked to do unrealistic things all the time. The most unrealistic thing your boss ever asked you to do. This texture says, for my boss, well, I've typed up his wife's resume, his kid's schoolwork, and done his personal banking. I do. I pull a Shawshank and steal some of his money. Yeah. Probably. That's probably why you've never been asked. <laughs> I just don't have a trustworthy face. <laughs> Another texter says, my boss made me go buy 22 boxes of cornflakes with her once. I asked if they were for personal use, and she said, yes, they were. <laughs> Who needs that many boxes of cornflakes? Maybe they were on sale. 20... They did say whether they were on sale. Oh. What do they do? They put like like 10 boxes in the bathtub, and I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, Cindy, what's your story? It wasn't so much what she told me, what she asked me to do. It was what she told me I couldn't do, which was say good morning to people. I was too friendly. You were what? too friendly. <laughs> <laughs> what was your alternative? I just kept doing it. I stayed there a year till I found something else. Yeah, <laughs> stick it to the man. Just don't say good morning to her. Yeah. All right, Cindy, <laughs> was, do us a favor. A say it right morning. now. Say it right now with, with all of the uh, the exuberance that you, you'd like to. Good morning. I would like to talk to your manager, please. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The question uh, this morning is, uh, any strange and unusual things your boss ever got you to do? Not overly. No? I've had some pretty, pretty tame bosses, which I am pretty lucky. Okay. 
Well, that's awesome. Yeah, because we're hearing some crazy stories. But we're going to play Luke or Luke right now. And again, it's Luke Combs or Luke Skywalker. Tickets to the Luke Combs show sold out at the ranch tomorrow night. How badly do you want to go? Really, really badly. Okay, well, let's not mess this up. Matt has got uh, three different uh, lines here. They're either Luke Combs song lyrics or they're Luke Skywalker. You know your Star Wars? I know Luke Combs better. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, then you maybe just be able to figure this out. All right, number one, Matt. Okay, Luke or Luke, I broke her heart thinking freedom would set me free. I would say that's Luke Skywalker? Mm, uh uh-uh. oh, oh, no, but that's okay. Yeah. That's why we do three questions. You okay? get a pass. All right, okay. you just best of three here. All right, number two. I won't fail you. I'm not afraid. Again, I, I think that's Luke Skywalker. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Ah. Good job. Okay, here comes right, the rubber match the question. I'll not leave you here. I'm going to save you. Luke Skywalker? Yeah. <laughs> You're going tomorrow night to see the guy we're about to hear. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 7.55. Hope you're having a good start to your day. Not as warm today as yesterday. Crazy. Um, yeah, the first <laughs> first day over 20 since October 5th. It did get over 20. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yesterday was. So. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. I, there's a, I had a feeling. <laughs> Thank goodness. I was out do, doing work in the afternoon. I thought, is this 20 degrees? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Did you have a certain kind of sunscreen on? Did it not activate? <laughs> <laughs> Is there such a thing? No. If there was, I would want it. The bottom line is it was a beautiful day. We got a crazy warm weekend coming up. So that's going to be awesome. Administrative Professionals Day. So make sure you do something special for the the frontline workers that really pretty much are asked to do so many different things. So we're looking for those kind of stories this morning. Strange and unusual things you've been asked to do. By your boss. This person says I had to pose as my boss's wife in a phone call. I was very (laughs) uncomfortable, but it worked for him and his wife. What? I don't know. I could see that. Like, you know, sometimes when they need your wife's permission, you're like, oh, they're not home. And just be like, no, just pretend to be her. Okay. (laughs) That's exactly why they do that is to (laughs) prevent fraud. (laughs) Oh. All right, Jack. Got it. Are you playing other people's wives a lot? (laughs) I'm not telling you. She's having a hard enough time playing a wife for one person. (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hell raising good time. There is Tim Hicks kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 812. Yeah, yesterday, finally a day over 20, and the barbecues were out. You could probably just smell them in the oh, neighborhoods, yeah. couldn't you? For you sure know? you could in the neighborhood. Some neighbors' yards smelt better than others, I'm assuming. Mine <laughs> yes. would have smelled a little charcoal. That's just kind of the way it goes. But because of uh, the barbecue season officially kind of starting yesterday, although there's a lot of people that go all year long. They just kind of barbecue of, even in the winter. Matt uh, did a couple of times this past winter. You keep the barbecue close enough to the house, not as that close to melt the siding. <laughs> All right. Pull it away from the house, but you can still do it. <laughs> I've been there, done that. Oh. Uh, like grandpa, uh, God bless him, was so fun. It, a number of years ago, like probably 20, our first house, I remember, had the barbecue uh, close to the house, and he was hammering me on. He says, pull that thing away from the house. I said, grandpa, it's going to be fine. Two seconds later, the like the window right there smashed from the heat. I'm like, no. listen to grandpa. <gasps> Keep your barbecue away. Anyway, uh, we're looking for stories about strange and unusual things you found in your barbecue. Maybe that first time you opened it up yesterday, you're like, holy cow, look what's been in here, for example. Quite a few stories coming in. Last spring, the first time we lit the barbecue, a little mouse came out screaming to escape the flames. No kidding. This person says, we found a big wasp nest. Full-on assault. As soon as I lifted the lid, death would have been a better experience. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) 
That sucks. All right, Melissa, 780-421-1039. Well, I found a squirrel. Uh-oh. We were barbecuing at my uncle's place one time, and we ran out of propane. We had a, a fish on the barbecue, stuffed fish in foil, and my we ran out of barbecue um, propane, and my mom and I went to open it up, and there's a squirrel sitting on top of our fish. Oh, wow. Was he feasting? <laughs> I don't know. Because, yeah, what are the chances of a squirrel ever eating a fish? Like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> like, it had already cooled down, like the barbecue. Yeah. And when we opened it, we saw the squirrel sitting there, and then all of a sudden we just well, dropped, yeah, dropped th- the lid and screamed and ran. <laughs> Thankfully, it had cooled off a bit, or it would have been chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Barbecue season has officially begun. The question this morning is, what is the strangest, weirdest thing uh, that you have found in your barbecue? Christy texts in and says, I have to clean out a bird's nest every day for my barbecue. So our apartment has so many little birds and they like the barbecue. Talking to one of my neighbors, they got rid of theirs because of this exact same issue. Who needs a birdhouse when you got a barbecue? Every huh? day. Chicken on the go. All right, there you go. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, Wayne, what's your story? You want to know some things that were in the barbecue? Yeah. One time I found some mice in there. Yeah. The baby mice, and I tried to convince my wife they were shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> They're little prawns. I guess they do have tails. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Barbecue season is here. We're looking for those things you found in your barbecue and you opened up the door. Well, like you opened up the, what is it called? The I mean, lid. The, the lid, lid, I guess. Yes. I was going to say, it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, my barbecue doesn't have a door. Anyway, go ahead. We were on a farm in BC and we always knew there were a pack of rats in the barbecue and the dogs would go bananas over it. Dad would shoo the rats out and then it was a frenzy for the dogs to catch the rats. My dog is a 13 pound Boston and she was the fastest. Uh-huh. That's what they're bred for, those yeah. little dogs. Rat chasing? Uh, yeah, like, uh, I mean, like wiener dogs, Boston Terriers. Makes sense. Yeah, they're that's, ratters. That's it, BC. You won't take our pipeline, but uh, you got the rats. Take All the right. rats. Uh-huh. Another story, we had a big neighborhood end-of-season barbecue with tons of different types of meat. Only with all the festivities going on after, well, everyone ate the leftover meat, it stayed on the barbecue. So when I took the cover off about a week ago, <laughs> it was quite a sight. <laughs> Clean up on aisle nine. Run it oh. on high for a few hours. Yeah, you might want to get rid of that barbecue, I'm guessing. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Text after text this morning saying stay off the handy going northwest mm. bound at Manning. Bumper to bumper as far as the eye can see because of an accident involving a rollover there. All right, we did it yesterday and it worked out pretty good. Aaron Goodwin's biggest song is that Lonely Drum song. So Matt's going to beat on his Lonely Drum, also known as his Belly Bongo. <laughs> yeah, you want me to do it right now? lonely tum. No, are you, do you do it and then they got to identify it? Is that the way it works? That's yeah. the way she's going to go. All right, so <laughs> Matt's going to uh, do the song right now. you got to identify it. Be caller number 10 at 780-421-1039. Well, I just got to tighten up my instrument. All right. <laughs> Kegels, Kegels, Matt. All right, go ahead. Okay. I know the song and I don't hear it at all. I don't all. know if that was it. I don't, Matt. I don't think you've got very good rhythm. Like we're finding <laughs> I have that great out. rhythm. No, you don't. You don't. But it's that's the a, it's the towing off okay. my gut. It's a song from somebody that's going to be here in May. Let's give him that hint. At okay, least. All right. perfect. And, and it's she's a pretty big. Star. Hey, all right, all right. <laughs> They're going to need a lot of help. Caller number ten. What was that song on his lonely drum for your chance to see Aaron Goodwin in Leduc at the Tri Leisure Center this coming Friday night? This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
What if? Here's Kane Brown and Lorna Lane. A kiss in the morning with Chris Jack, Matt, and most importantly, you. It's another beautiful day. It's not going to be as warm as yesterday, unfortunately, but boy, oh boy, by the weekend, highs like 25 degrees. So there you go. Yes. Uh huh. It'll make the uh, gas prices seem a little bit better for sure. I tried it. Hopefully. I read a thing just recently. What did you read, Matt? That Mm -hmm. it might be in triple digits soon. What do you mean triple digits? It is triple digits. Barrel of oil. Oh. Oh, What? (laughs) Yeah. Good news for for oil workers. Exactly. Yeah, Bad news for commuters. We'll pay four fifty a liter. Whatever, I'll pay it. Whatever it takes. <laughs> so she waits for her husband to go back to work. We're right? in spring breakup right now. Uh-huh. And now spring breakup's getting longer because of the flooding. All the flooding. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. All right. Um, thank you. Uh, Lindsay Ray on the radio next. She'll take you through the middle of the day. And then uh, Greg, the uh, freezy champion uh, Reynolds, <laughs> will uh, do the drive home show with you as well. He's got lots of stuff planned, including your chance to uh, go to the Luke uh, Combs uh, soundstage here at the radio station tomorrow as well. What a time awesome. does he have that. I'm Sorry, I should have got prepared for that. But it's this afternoon. You listen to the whole show. You'll, yeah. You, you will, for sure. Uh, talking uh, about, again, strange and unusual things you've gotten from others as far as garbage goes. Uh, yes, Jen. Where my son's stay home used to be on the north side of Edmonton. There was always the next-door neighbor had awesome toys that she always threw out. So uh, when I go to drop off my son, I, I see what she's got for garbage. <laughs> well, I'm not like... And um, one time there was this, like, tricycle. So I pulled up with my son in the car, opened the trunk, go to put the tricycle in, and my car locked. Mm. And so I'm caught garbage picking. They come out to stand at the bus, the kids from that house. <laughs> and I have to get the trunk still open with my with my tricycle in it that I just stole from them, really. Wow. And, uh, I have to get one of their kids to go through the trunk. To let my get my uh, son out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> You're boring yeah. their trunk and their kids. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, they're going to be throwing away that trike. Well, I'll just grab it really quickly. No one will notice. Yeah. yeah. And and all of a sudden you're stuck outside your vehicle. It's too bad your alarm didn't go off in your vehicle at the same time, just to call everybody. Honk, honk! I'm a garbage picker. Honk. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 